Welcome to this week's Progress with Unity podcast. It's just myself, Barry, and Adam. This week we're going to review the international break, uh, have a look at our three players who's been travelling around Europe, we're going to chat Accrington Tickets and Andy Alt. The DW Stadium has announced new venue partners, so we'll, we'll have a chat about that as well. But the main focus, is obviously, is going to be the Doncaster game, and uh, we've got an away fan on who is the actual... SLO from Doncaster, and his name's Dean Medcalf. So we'll listen to what Dean has to say later on. So Adam, Charlie Hughes, we announced on our last podcast that he'd actually signed his professional contract. Friend of the family, I'll get that in. It's been officially announced now. Captain of the under-18s, his dad Adrian, former Preston North End player. Future again, our future there. Good signing. You know, he's in good company really, isn't he? Or in... in looking at past company of that under-18 side, you know, a lot of them have played for us. Uh, you know, a few of them in the last two years have gone on to Premier League uh, or Championship clubs. So it's, a, it's an excellent uh, academy. Uh, and the under-18s team has been very successful. And to captain that team shows that there must be something about him. So uh, obviously I'm not, I've not seen him play yet, but... I will, I will take in an 18s game at some point this year because I always look, like watching them. And it sounds like he's a good player. Uh, and talking about the uh, the youth team, uh, Davin Baningame is back. Uh, short-term contract, bit of a surprise really, having released him last season due to the economics at the club. Do you think he's just been brought on into bolster that under-23 squad? Yeah, I think, I think so. And, you know, obviously I think it was all things being equal, he probably still would have been here, but it was that cost-cutting exercise and also, uh, I believe as well, the number of players that we were allowed to have registered under the administration rules. So I'm sure they would have been happy to keep him. Uh, probably a good influence, you know, on the uh, younger players. Um, and it's always useful having those players in your squad. You know, we've got football league trophy games. You know, we might, we might need him to play in those, uh, however many we'll have left. Probably only two, but you know, at least it means that we can rotate a little bit more. Because I suspect uh, that the um, the guy we signed from uh, Preston and I forgot his name, Tom Bayless. Yeah, I suspect he won't be playing in the next next one of those games. I think it was just to give him a game, really. So, yeah, I think you know, a good addition to the twenty three. I don't think he's going to be anywhere near the first team as it stands at the moment. But, you know, you never know, do you? You know, we've had, we've had, we've had times in our history where we've had five centre-backs injured at the same time. So there's, there's nothing to say we want to have five centre midfielders injured. So you never know in football, but all things going as we would like them to be. I don't think he's going to be near the first-team squad. Looking back to last Sunday, it was the Wigan 10K. Uh, I took part in it, I run, and I, I run... Uh, representing the Wigan Athletic Communities Trust, the Athletic Communities Trust, who both myself and Adam have uh, recently done a course with the Fit Fans course. Felt like a bit of an honour to, to be honest, running around in that Athletic Communities Trust T-shirt. Uh, over two thousand pound have been raised from from the uh, people who participated, so it's a, a good show. But the one thing I'd like to mention is that they've uh, now started a male maintenance course. Uh, on a Monday evening between 7.15 and 8.15. And uh, I can't recommend these high enough. Highly enough. They're absolutely fantastic. Uh, just uh, roll up. 
and, and participate. There is a small charge with this one. It's £3 a session, but you get a good hour's workout. We had the first one last Monday, and it was fantastic. And I think there were about 20, 20 21 fellas turned up, all ages, shapes and sizes, and it was brilliant. Is it is it the same um, is it the same instructors? Ian Gaskell is the main instructor. So yeah, but uh, there was a, a female instructor as well there on on Monday night. There was a, good, a great turnout. International review. We had Jordan Jones away with Northern Ireland, James McLean away with the Republic, and Tello Asgard got called up to the Norwegian under twenty squad. They've all had game time. Uh, I know you watched uh, James McLean uh, last night, Adam. What did you make of his performance? Yeah, he did all right. Played um, played wing back, you know, decent decent sider up against uh, in Serbia, top of the group at the moment. Tough night for them, really. They, they struggled the Republic, but you know when he got the ball, he did his usual thing. He put some good decent balls in the box, but he just doesn't have the, I guess, the players now like to get on the end of them. You know, they used to have the likes of uh, Doyle and Keane and the like. So, suppose it's difficult for him really, but. Yeah, I thought he had a, a good game. And as we said the other week, you know, when he's when he sat in at left back for his plays international football at wing back. So he's a he's a good option if you need it. You know, he can play anywhere on that left hand side, left back, left wing back, or on the left wing and didn't let Republic down. And I think in the end you probably would say that they were lucky to get a point. Well, congratulations to uh to all three of them. You know, it's always uh, you know, great honour to have Wigan players sort of representing the countries. Yeah, fantastic. Move on now, so then I want to have a couple of minutes chatting about is the Accrington tickets uh, for the league game a week of Saturday. I've been down today to get my Sunderland tickets and I asked the, the lady in the ticket office how the sales were going for the uh, for the Accrington game. She said there's about 200 left, so they've nearly sold out. They were very pleased. But it's the price, 25 dabs. You know, you think back to Sunderland away, that was 28 quid. I don't know how much they were at Charlton, but probably around 25 quid. But the owner, Andy Alt, uh, Accrington owner, has, has been uh, quoted as saying that fans get ripped off and it's something that won't happen at Accrington. But yeah, it's charging 25 quid for people to stand on an open terrace with no roof on at the start of autumn as well. Is it a bit hypocritical, Adam? I think it is, really. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't, without those comments, I wouldn't have really said, in comparison to the league, that it's a, a terrible price. I think it's difficult to compare because there aren't that many clubs left uh, in League One who have standing. Can't think off the top of my head. Maybe Morecambe. Fleetwood uh, Crew. Fleetwood Bur- Burton. Yeah, Burton yeah, Crew. There's, there's less than there are all seated now, aren't there? So I suppose it, it's quite, I like it. I enjoy going to stand. So as I said earlier off uh, before the pod, you know, if it was more to stand, I probably would pay more to stand. That said, you have to look at what you're getting in terms of facilities, don't you? And if you're saying that it's good value for money, affordable, well... <laughs> You basically, you've not got any facilities. I suspect there's no bar. Um, and if there is, God knows what that's going to be like. Very few food outlets, uh, Springfield Park-like toilets. So you can't really say that it's it's great value for money. But given the given the figures that you just gave before, it doesn't look like it's deterring fans from, from travelling. Should be a really good following. I suppose if you can sell the tickets at that price, 
you go for it. But I think it's more about his comments, really. I, I think he's now someone who just needs to shut up. There's a few of those in our division, whether in ownership or managers. I think we've heard enough from them now, really, because they keep saying things and then I'm pretty sure they'll contradict themselves a few weeks later. So unless you've got something sensible to say, Mr Holt, then keep your mouth shut. Yeah, I agree 100%. He was highly critical of us at the start of this season. Uh, last season, he was highly critical of the administrators and saying a wonderful club like Wigan Athletics shouldn't in this situation. And then, like I said, he made the comments about affordability and that Accrington wouldn't be ripping people off. And then he charges 25 quid for you know fans who's more than likely going to be stood out in on a terrace in the rain. Yeah, if he hadn't have been saying those things, I don't think it would have made too much of a ripple. But the fact that he didn't... No, there's, been a few, there's been a few comments uh, about 25 quid for football even before the, the whole stuff came right. out. People, people pay because they want to go, don't they? They want to go to Accrington. A lot of people's not not been there before to watch the Latics. So it's the novelty value. It's only up the road. Uh, I understand people wanted to go. It's just sometimes you just wish that they wouldn't... Rip people off. That's all I'll say. It's it's basically a non-league ground. Facilities for away supporters, atrocious, really. But that's that's it. And it's, that's it. We'll just leave it there. We'll leave it there and move on. We'll talk about that a bit more next week. Doncaster on Saturday. Obviously buzzing again for this. I can't wait to get down and see these games. Fantastic stuff going on down uh, following the team. And it's just brilliant to be back in the stadium. We've played Doncaster previously 37 times. We've won 16, drawn 10 and lost 11. Last season, we managed to do the double 4-1 away. What a, what a victory that were, Adam. Yeah, it was, uh, but I, I think we... Did we just catch them at the start of the bad run? And I think we were at the start of our good run. But, yeah, did we, were we 3-0 up at half-time? Is that right? Yeah, I think that's, a, again, that... Did Keane miss it as well? Or was it Lang? It was either Lang or Keane who were out, who were out for, that, for that game. I can't remember. It was yeah. one of them. And we thought, hmm, you know what... We might get caught here, but we didn't. We just battered them. Do you know what, Barry? It just shows that last year, you know, watching watching matches, you know, through the uh, you know the iFollow, that you you forget them because I was just talking to you before, and I said, well, you know, we've not had a good recent record against Doncaster, and the game that came back to mind was the one that we played, I think, four years ago or three, four years ago, when the Colclough running off the field after scoring two goals, baby incident. I'd, I'd completely blank that one nil, one nil win. I think was it Garner that scored? Yeah, it was early season, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I, but I, that had gone from my mind completely. I, I just think last season, well, when we look back on it, I think we'll probably better remember games from maybe three or four years early. I know we all remember games from 15, 20 years ago because that, that's how our memories work. But in our recent history, I think last season, apart from the odd game. I think we're just going to forget them because of the way that we experience them. I just don't... There's nothing like home, being there. There's nothing no, like life game, football. Home games in particular, yeah, you, you, you just forget them, don't you? You do. Right, the referee for the game is Tom Neild from West Yorkshire. Refereed us twice before, both of them last season, both at the DW Stadium, and we lost them both. Uh, there was a 1-0 uh, defeat to Portsmouth in April... And back in September, Steve Evans brought his Gillingham side up and uh, they did us 3-2. We've not had the best of luck un- under Tom Neild. So far this season, he's had four games, issued 18 yellows, no reds, but he has awarded one penalty. And he's the referee for Saturday. 
talking of last season, Adam, Doncaster have made a signing of one of our former players who did all right for us last season. Yeah, George Ordu's moved in. He's been with Ata Club since... Um, I think he was offered a contract. Am I right in saying Atlantics? Was he offered yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. He was, was offered a contract. Obviously, didn't take take us up on that. Has been out of the game for the first sort of two or three weeks of the season. But good for him picking up a club. He's obviously now got a contract that he's happy with, which is thoroughly deserved. You know, after the last season, you know, as we've said on many occasions, every one of those players who were. Uh, who, who put shirt on last year for us, particularly in the second half of the season? Fantastic for us, you know the uh, the job that he did, and you know he played an important role. Scored a few goals, did some hard work up there. So I think I think they've got a decent sign in there for them. I think he's clearly showed that he can do it at this level. So after Saturday, best best of luck to him. He's big. He works hard. I think he had a couple of assists as well as four goals for us last season. So not a bad player. Not a bad player. Doncaster fan, Adam. Who is it? Dean Metcalf, Dean the Donny, and he's the uh, supporters liaison officer of Doncaster Rovers Football Club. So over to you. Hello, everyone. My name is Dean Metcalf, and I'm the supporter liaison officer here at Doncaster Rovers Football Club. I'd like to thank you, thank you for welcoming me back onto the Your Podcast. So Richie Wellens was appointed at the beginning of pre-season, um, having played for us over two different spells. He was a real fan's favourite as a player as well, so I think a lot of fans were happy when he was appointed. Uh, the start of the new season has not been great for us so far. Uh, we failed to win any of our uh, league games this season. His only win really came in a uh, penalty shootout over Walsall in the Cup. So it's not been the best of starts. Hopes and expectations for the season. Now, if you'd asked me this a few weeks ago, I'd probably have said round about you know top half, maybe just outside the playoffs. I don't. I, I never really thought we'd make the playoffs this season, as the club kind of branded it as a bit of a rebuild season. So around about mid table, I would have said. However, following the f- uh, opening few games of the season, I would probably say maybe reaching mid table would probably a d- be a decent run for us now. So we actually signed some decent players at the start. Um, we signed Ben Close in midfield from uh, Portsmouth and Kyle Noyle uh, at right back, who was um, part of the League Two team of the season last year, came in on a free from Cambridge. So, you know, we signed some positive players. Um, one position we, we failed to really recruit in was as a striker. Uh, we were trying to get Will Grigg in on loan from Sunderland. However, on deadline day, he opted to go to Rotherham instead of coming to us, which was a bit of a blow. Uh, but since then, we have signed um, your former striker, Joe Dodu. Uh, he came in early on this week and he got thrown straight in at the deep end against uh, Rotherham in the Cup on Tuesday night. So he, di- he didn't have the best of games, but yet again, being thrown at the deep end uh, like that just a couple of hours after signing, um, it was never going to be a, a great start for him. But uh, I think there's a lot of promising uh, young players coming through, which is, which is good to see key players to look out for. Uh, I probably have to say Ethan Galbraith in midfield, who we've got on loan from Man United. He's a real playmaker uh, from what I've seen. He's got a good eye for a pass. He's comfortable with the ball at his feet and he's, he's quite good at taking people on as well, which was quite good to see. And one of the recent signings, um, Vilka, who's coming on loan from Newcastle. He, again, he only played briefly on Tuesday night in the Cup, but he actually looked quite decent um, and quite dangerous running as his man. So I, I'm I'm quite eager to see more of him play. We haven't actually got the best record against you guys. Uh, I think we've got a couple of 3 nillers or 3-1s uh, against you at the Keepmoat. Uh, I'm going back a few years for those, though. 
Um, the most vivid memory I've got of coming to the DW Stadium, uh, I think it was a Tuesday night game and we were 2-0 up at half-time and uh, we ended up drawing the game 2-2 and I think it was Elliot Bennett equalised uh, very late on. My predictions uh, for today's game, I'm going to have to go, I'm, I'd probably have to say a draw. Uh, I know you guys have had a bit of a hit and miss start to the season. Uh, we've had a, a torrid start to the season. If you offered me now, I would definitely take a draw. Like I said, thank you for inviting me back on your podcast. Um, I will be in touch with all of you, hopefully, again in January when it comes to you guys visiting the Keepmo, and I hope to make, meet many of you then. Thank you and take care. Oh, that was uh, interesting. I don't think he's followed us that closely, has he, this season? <laughs> but no, he's been, been a bit up and, up and down. I mean, if you'd have said that after the first three games, maybe we could have said up and down. But given the fact we've won the game since then, I would say very good start to the season. Certainly solid, at least. But I would say very good, actually, from where we are in our positioning. I think he's got it right about them having a, a dreadful start to the season. Um but yeah, apart from that, he's very, very polite, isn't he? You know, he's uh, very happy to be on the podcast again. I think his expectations for the season have gone gone south since uh, since it started. It's an odd one, really, because at a certain point in time last season, uh, under Darren Moore, you know, probably looked at Doncaster and said, definite top six side. But as soon as Moore left, they just fell to pieces. And it looks like... They've taken the bad form from last season into this season. The end of the season on a downer, and they certainly started it that way. Uh, they've got one point and rock bottom. I mean, it's a banker. It's a home banker, which usually means... and Have they scored? If they have scored, they've only scored once. So this usually means we're going to get beaten 4-0. And it, as he alluded to uh, in that, uh, I just, just thought about it. They look to sign Will Grigg. Will Grigg goes to Rotherham and... Scores for Rotherham on his debut against Doncaster. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I know we won't come across Will for a while yet, but it's quite glad he's not playing against us on Saturday. We'll just have to look for a goal from Dordu instead. Thinking about predictions, drop me to go first and I'll tell you what I think. I've just joked though that, you know, it's, it's, it's like us to suffer a 4 0 defeat, but it isn't. It isn't. We've got a, a fantastic side. I think we're going to brush them, brush them aside here. I'm going to go for I'm going to go for a four nil home win. One of the most interesting things will be sort of at two pm when we look at the team, uh, because obviously the squad has been enhanced since our last league game. But you know, it's a decent performance in our last league game. Obviously, let's see where we are with injuries. I don't know if we've got any injuries or not. Uh, but if not, I, I can't see how we change that team. So I think some of the new signings that we've got in will be, you know, on the bench, um, obviously itching to get involved at some point. Uh, so I think that side for me um, has enough creativity to to get past the side that I think will sit back. Which I think I think if we can score it in the first half, which we haven't done in a home game yet, then I'd be on Barry's. 4-0 prediction. I think if it's 0-0 at half-time, I think we'll be lucky to get a 1-0. I just I just worry about that sort of a game. So, first half goal for me is key in this one. Surely the law of averages, we, we should be getting one now. Because we've not, we've not, then again, it might be one against us because we've not had one of those either, have we? So, so let's see, uh, let's see what happens. But yeah, I would say potentially 4-0, but possibly... Nil, nil, one, nil. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. But 
But whatever happens on Saturday, come 5pm Sunday, we'll be back with the Sunday podcast reviewing everything Donny. And uh, hopefully it's uh, a positive, upbeat podcast and we're sitting comfortably at the top of the table, Adam. I always always like the Sunday one because the reviews are a lot easier now. I like the Sunday one because it's fresh in the mind. Sometimes by the time we've got to Wednesday, we've forgotten what's happened on Saturday. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, I, I like that fact. And it, yeah, nothing, no, no games midweek, but there's always things to talk about when it comes to Latics. Always good things to listen to. That's it for this week. See you all Sunday. Up the ticks. Up the ticks. <laughs> <laughs>